What's up, everybody? Welcome to That's a Shame, episode number 15. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. If you've been listening, hello to newcomers because we seem to be getting some of those every day, which feels good. How do you like the new intro music? It's brand new, created by one of my girl's friends who's a sick musician. I'm very into it. Call in if you think it's shit or if you love it. We'll keep it. We'll see how long it lasts. I mean, and also if you're new, go on over to uh, Apple Podcasts, rate and review because it really helps it out. And um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I woke up not too long ago and... um, it's the earliest that I've ever recorded a podcast in the day. And uh, I am, I don't know, I don't know how many people are like this. My girl is definitely not like this. She literally, if she has a meeting at 930 that she needs to be on the phone for, she wakes up at 929 and then is in the meeting. She's fully engaged. She, and she's sharp. She's fucking <clears throat> crystal clear. She's contributing in a meaningful way, and I need an hour to adjust to reality after being unconscious for six to nine of those hours. I cannot just dive into the day, and it's and it's a problem. I wish I could dive into the day. If we go anywhere else, if we sleep over at a fucking friend's or something, I, I'm miserable because I can't adhere to my strict morning routine. I need to wake up. I need to have some water. I slam fucking water because I'm always parched as shit in the morning. I slam water. I take a piss, maybe a shit. I get my feet up on the squatty potty depending on what I ate that previous night. I usually shit right away. And then I get on over to the kitchen. I boil some water. I grind my coffee beans. I put them in the cone. I pour the water over the beans and I have my cup of coffee and I get on the computer and I do a New York Times crossword puzzle, except I do the mini because I'm not great at all at doing them yet. And also I don't want to pay for the subscription because you need a subscription to get access to the full crossword. So, and then, and then like after all that, I take a shower and then I'm and then I'm kind of into the day. I need to shower to feel like the day has began. I don't understand people who can just get out of bed and feel like the day has started. The the shower is the refresher. It's like the refresh button and it gets me going. And um, I I kind of, uh, I did it and I, and I didn't realize the time was going to go. So, dude, is it me or is the first hour of the day, of the day 15 minutes long? I wake up. I fucking brush my teeth. I do all my things that I just explained. And I mean, I guess it is a lot of things that I just talked about. So it really is an hour, but it goes by. It feels like I took nine breaths. And then the first hour of the day is just in the books. Dude, the older you get, the quicker the day goes. I remember when I was a fucking, when I was in like, when I was in school, in junior high school, even high school and elementary school, dude, classes felt like, half of your life and it's because they were at fucking 13 years old an hour was a was a really long time relative to how long you've been alive in the world sitting in a fucking what was what did class used to be what was a class in junior high school was it was it 45 minutes was it an hour 15 either way right now dude if it was 45 minutes what a fucking piece of shit i could barely make it 
through a fucking English or a history or whatever class. I would sit there and twitch and fiddle. What an ADD piece of shit. And now 45 minutes goes by like that. I can't get anything done. I want to sit down and relax for a second. 45 minutes over is over, you know, before I can finish this Topo Chico. I should probably stop drinking these during the podcast, though. They make me burp like crazy. They're the most carbonated mineral water I've ever had in my life. But they're so good. I don't know. It's almost painful to drink. It's so carbonated. It's like you're swallowing a bunch of little knives. But I continue to drink it because it's refreshing as shit. And, um, but yeah, I got a big problem with the beginning of the day. But I'm here. I'm doing it. We're doing the damn thing. And I'm, I'm look, I look forward to it every week now. I'm fucking, I, I think it's helping me write. I'm get, trying to write down more ideas to talk about. And therefore, I'm coming up with other bits that I don't know if they're working because I can't do stand-up. But how about this Wall Street bet, bets thing? I know you guys saw that shit. To me, this is the first, not the first, but it's one of the clear great things that social media has ever brought into, into the world. Outside of like, you know, me being able to kind of build, try and build my own fucking audience. But dude, the, normally people are on social media and they get jealous of watching other people live their lives because people just show off the best parts of what they're doing. And then they want to fucking take them down and cancel them and all this shit. But dude, Wall Street bets. I mean, it was technically a form of canceling, except they were doing it to the top 1% who we all fucking kind of hate. And uh, boy, what a beautiful thing it was to watch, man. Just, just a bunch of fucking bottoms got together we're like fuck it we'll lose the money if we need to but let's buy this stock and fuck these hedge fund hedge funds in their fucking ass and just make them gape i can't believe it worked billions of dollars were lost a bunch of fucking nobodies made tons of money and everyone got behind them hold the line people were fucking saying all across twitter amazing but of course, it wasn't totally amazing because finally, you know, the Mets had something good happen to them. And then all of a sudden, now their fucking billionaire owner is messed up in this shit. He had to delete his Twitter because people were threatening his fucking family's life, which is just another day on Twitter. You don't really have to delete your Twitter because that's happening. Just don't open Twitter. But he should have never been on Twitter anyway. You're a fucking billionaire, dude. Don't slum it with the rest of us. For, I mean, it was fun. I had, a, you know, I had a, I actually had a couple tweets to him that he... He was responding to, and he took some people's, you know, suggestions with the black jerseys and shit, which is dope. But then, you know, you're on there and you're fucking, you know, people will come after you because you're extremely successful. As far as I'm concerned, I didn't think he did anything wrong. I get he's a piece of shit. And now we all know what hedge fund people are doing in terms of manipulating the market and how fucked up it is because we just watched a bunch of, you know, people at our level do it and that it's, it's truly fucking cheating and a scam. And you're fucking people over. But I mean, dude, if it's a loophole, it's a loophole. You find a loophole in the system and make money. That's what America's all about. So, I mean, if this thing works out, I'll be making money to fucking ramble and rant and share my bullshit thoughts. How that's how is that fair? It's not a real job, but I certainly hope it works. You guys should fucking I'm gonna make a Patreon soon. I hope you guys tune into it because we're growing. But anyway, yeah, of course, uh, the fucking Mets are involved in this shit. And some dude, if he ends up having to be like, he's not going to have to sell the team, is he? You think he'll have to sell the team? Because I don't think he bailed his friend. He didn't fucking, he wasn't any, he, he wasn't Robin Hood. He didn't stop people from being able to trade and shit. 
but he bailed out one of his friends who was technically a piece of shit. But of course you're going to bail out your friends, man. I didn't think he did anything wrong. And uh, he's given, you know, superstars money. So do whatever you want, bro. You're not affecting my life. Um. So yeah, man. Let me read. That was fucking wild. But let me read. I got. Let's let's do this before I fucking forget. Support for that's a shame is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over two million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below the waist grooming. Needs. If you haven't bought one of these yet, folks, fucking get on it. I don't know how much longer the deal is going to last. We'll see how many of you you guys are buying it. It's a trial run with these people. I think the time is coming up. If, if a certain number of you buy it, then we keep on going. The code is that's a shame. 20% off plus free shipping. Go to manscaped.com. Code that's a shame. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I do this a lot. I, do, I like to analyze sayings in life. Like, you know, I have a joke about the saying, everything happens for a reason. I think it's a bullshit saying. I don't, it doesn't mean anything. People think it's like, you know, oh, it's for a fucking divine reason. So I fucking stubbed my toe because Lord had, a, you know, was trying to teach me something. That's not the case. And my girl one time, we, my ex-girlfriend, we were looking for an apartment. We found one we liked. We applied. We got denied. And she was like, everything happens for a reason. Probably meant to find a nicer apartment in a better location. And I was like, you have a credit score of 304. And I tell jokes for no money. Those are the reasons, you know? So that's an example of what I'm talking about. And I think, here's another one. Here's one that someone used in a sentence with me recently. Um, and it's something I've never done in my life. I don't fucking buy into it at all. But when you get fucking wasted, the next day you wake up and what alcoholics will do is they'll have some more alcohol because it, you know, can't, it, you know, it uh, delays the hangover. I don't think it eliminates it, but it delays it because you're just getting drunk. So I've never done it. I never would do that. But people do it. A lot of people do it. And what's it called when you do that? What do the people say? They say have, they say have some of the hair of the dog, right? I don't know. I was thinking about it. What does that mean? People were eating dogs at one point, and then they woke up feeling like shit, and somebody was like, Here, eat some more of his hair, and you'll feel better about it? Physically and mentally, I would presume? Let's look it up. I need to, I want to look this up. I probably should have looked it up before I brought it up on here. Have a little hair of the dog. Hair of the dog, sure, for hair of the dog that bit you. I forgot. That's the full sentence. Hair of the dog that bit you is a colloquial, a colloquial, a colloquial expression in the English language predominantly used to refer to alcohol that is consumed with the aims of lessening effects. That doesn't really answer the question. So hair of the dog that bit you. Does that mean if a dog bites you to to get the pain to subside, you're going to eat some of its fur? All right, we're going to dive into this a little deeper here, folks. Where did the hair of the dog saying come from? The saying originated in the belief that a cure for hydrophobia rabies or any disease contracted from a dog bite consisted of taking a hair of the dog that bit you and placing it in the wound. Okay, I was way off. Um, I feel like I had a couple good guesses there before reading into this, but also, I mean, my 
guesses weren't as stupid as what this thing actually means and what people were doing it. People were fucking retarded back in the day, huh? Man, we really, before we knew things, we really didn't know things. If a dog, if a dog fucking bit you, you'd rip some of his hair out and jam it into the fucking wound. And I'd imagine it would usually probably get infected and not help anything. But it's like a, yeah, it's a potion thing. It's kind of a cure. It's almost like a, I feel like it's, a, uh, it's you know, a potion you would see in Harry Potter. If a fucking dog bit, you mix it up with some other things. What was that thing that they fucking drank? The uh, something, uh, God damn it, they drank it. And then they turned into the other people, but Hermione had a fucking cat hair in her, so she turned into a cat. Uh, I forget the name of the potion. Call in if you know it. But yeah, man. All right, so you learn something new every day. This is an educational podcast for information you don't need. Hydrophobia also sounds like not anything that would have to do with rabies. It sounds like a fear of water. Hydrophobia. Isn't hydro or fear of hydrogen, maybe? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. This is why I don't do podcasts in the morning. Anyway, I'm trying to quit porn. I don't watch much porn anymore. Are you guys still doing that? I don't. I mean, I got a consistent lady who I, you know, would rather be satisfying than wasting my, you know, shots on a uh, television personality. But I think I need to stop because my man, does your mind get warped while you're watching porn? Not only do you like you start out watching some things and then you want them to be more intense than those things. So then next thing you know, you're watching horrific shit. But also like, dude, my train of thought is just out of control. I'll be like. When I'm really getting into it and I'm like coming, trying to, boy, this is getting filthy, but I'm sorry. And you're getting close to, I'm like watching porn and where I'm getting close, I'm like thinking like, I, I could maybe get into porn. Like I could maybe want to do it. Like I'd want to shoot, I'd want to do like follow it as a career choice. I think it could be fun. You just get to fuck women and get paid for it. And also like if people enjoy you, you now, you now become famous from it. Dude, like, the, the multiple porn stars are, like, very famous dudes who have a ton of followers. Like, I could fucking sell out some some comedy clubs if I start banging these bitches and people like what they're seeing. I don't know who would be coming out to see me, though. Who would go out to see a dude who's been fucking on screen? Would it be dudes? Would it be gay dudes? Or weird dudes who like watching me bang women? Or would it be women coming out? Because that could be kind of good. Women don't watch. Do women watch a lot of porn? I don't really know. I feel like women, even if they're straight, always watch lesbian porn. Is that accurate? But I'll be like doing it. I'm, and I'm really thinking like it could be, I could maybe do porn. I'm not saying I have a big cock or anything. I definitely, it's, you know, it's a nice, it's a nice piece and it looks good on me because I'm a tiny little boy, but it's definitely not a porn dick. But I'm really, when I'm, when I'm in there and I'm, ho- I'm horned up, I am th- it seems like a good career choice. And then I finish and I'm like, all right, that was insane. Comedy is a much more stable source of income. Um, But man, dude, <clears throat> this thing is fucking, these episodes are breezing on by. I might have to start making these things longer. Holy shit. I also need to get some people to fucking work on this thing with me. I, I'm doing it all myself. I fucking film it. I record it. I edit it. I finally got someone to help me with a little jingle to get get this thing going, which seems semi-professional, I feel like. Um, I also, I don't know if anyone who listens to this thing is like 
in the music industry and they want to fucking make something for me, I'd love that. If you're into like graphic design, you want to help, you want to throw throw a logo my way, I'd fucking love that. I'd start shouting you out on the podcast. I'd pay you if it's really fucking good and it really tickles my dick. I'd fucking give you some money. Um, yeah, man, t- feel free to, to email me. That's a shame pod at gmail.com. Um, I really, I really, I'm excited for this thing, man. I, I want it to keep growing. Um, what else can I tell you guys? Finished. Guess what? Finished the Sopranos. I'm not going to spoil anything here, but I finished it. It's a hell of a show. You can keep listening. I won't spoil it. I promise. I fucking do it. If there's nothing I hate more than people who just come out with a thing and just spoil it. And they're like, oh, it's been, it's been out for fucking 20 years. You should have seen it by now. No, dude. No. Yeah, it's been out for 20 years, but I'm 20 fucking nine. Okay, well, well, this, is, this is how old you should be when you watch The Sopranos. I wouldn't have underst- understood anything they were talking about if I watched it when it came out. I was fucking nine. Okay? I don't even know if this is an accurate you know, timeline I'm giving, but that, you, you understand what I'm saying. So, but anyway, even if I'm fucking 50 and it's been out for years, I, don't, I watch it on my own fucking time. You don't choose that you're going to spoil it and ruin it for me, you fucking scumbag. But... I watched it, and um, Matt, it's a great show. Here's the thing about The Sopranos. It's not my favorite show of all time. There are aspects of it that I love that are will be unmatched because it's just one of the first shows that are ever... This is why The Sopranos is so good. It's one of the first shows ever like that. That show is the show that begot all these other good shows that, that we all know and love today. Um, you know, like the Breaking Bads and the Peaky Blinders and the Mad Men and stuff. No show was ever this personal and in-depth. It broke down the char- characters as much. But, I mean, unbiasedly, some of the Sopranos storytelling is awful. They will just shoehorn in random storylines that had no prior engagement into the whole series without any sort of, you know, hint. There's just characters pop up and show up out of nowhere. And that's fine. I have less of a problem with that than some of the filming like in these is, is horrific. Some of the directing and, and the dialogue in certain scenes, it's like it was like they, they filmed something and then they forgot that they, they had to do this. Like they forgot a scene to connect another scene. So they just went back like a week before airing it and, sh- and just shoved it in there. And it's a little hard to watch, specifically these sports scenes. But it ended... I love the show. I love everything about the Italian fucking culture of it. I'm fucking half Italian. I talk like them when the fucking, you know, after each episode, I'm walking around my apartment. I'm probably going to get some apparel with Tony, Tony's fucking face on it. It's great. And the ending, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know what to think about the ending. The ending was very controversial in that people like, I remember when it happened, I, I never, I never looked into what it was but people were not happy or they were confused and they didn't really know what was going on. And I got to say, I felt the same way. Me and my girl had different takes on what, what was taking place. But, um, definitely, definitely one of the best shows of all time. I still think I got breaking bad over it. I got Peaky Blinders over it. I don't compare like Seinfeld's and curbs to that because it's a totally different category. I will say, I will say this though. I laughed harder at certain parts of The Sopranos than I have at any show in my life. <clears throat> that, I guess, wasn't a comedy. Some of the fucking... 
Who's your favorite character? Do you guys watch the show? Who my I think I think by by the end of it all, I might have to go with fucking Paulie Walnuts, dude. That guy made me fucking laugh hard. I'm sorry if I'm talking about this and you and you've never seen the show, you've no interest in it, but I just watched it, man. Dude, the fucking the scene, the episode where him, where Paulie and Chris were stuck in the fucking woods, freezing their dicks off. I laughed so hard at some so, some of those scenes because the characters are so fucking serious. So that when you when you add comedic relief, it's just fucking the tension that is broken is so strong. It just makes the laugh so fucking good. But I finished the Sopranos. I don't know what I'm gonna start next. I think I might take an educational route. I just started watching the documentary Wild Wild Country. And uh, I think I'm going to go a documentary route and try to learn about things that have actually happened in the world because, boy, am I not that bright. And Wild Wild Country so far, people people were like, I think I'm part two parts in. And people were like, this, this shit is wild. You're not going to believe what these people did. I'm halfway done with it, dude. I got to tell you, I'm 100% on the side of the Rajneeshis or whatever the hell their thing is. I fucking hate. The people from Antelope, they're a bunch of fucking old, just white hicks with no fucking lives. They're just a bunch of bums, I feel like. And these people came in and they, they were kind of doing their own thing. They built a fucking city in a year. So impressive. I was blown away. Dude, all these people who just wanted to live a life a certain way were coherent and smart enough to come together and build a city. Like, that's how eclectic this group of people was that there was just, they were like... Carpenters, construction workers, architects, fucking plumbers, like engineers who were just like lawyers who were at the top of their fucking profession, but like believed in this shit so heavily that they like left their jobs and just went to do this and they were able to build a city and people and the people are like, I'm supposed to feel bad about them fucking taking over antelope. First of all, those people kind of started it in my eyes. I don't know if what I'm going to learn is way more aggressive in the coming parts. <clears throat> about their sex orgies and whatever the hell goes on. But those people were like, we want we gotta kill Bagwan or whatever the hell and capture him and then and that's when they started retaliating and they were taking over Antelope, but really all they were doing is just buying they were just buying the property that was for sale. And the fucking people were like and then and then it was their friends who was selling the property. So how can you really get mad? I'll get back to you by the end of it if I still I'm still into those people, but I'm certainly into them now. And um, man, oh man, I think that's the episode. It's been uh, it's been real. And I think, you know what I think I'm going to do? People are definitely hitting me up saying that they wish the episodes were longer. And I'm with you. But I am, I'm taking it slow. I don't want to fucking just put out a 45-minute episode that I think is garbage for the sake of doing it. But maybe I'll put out a second episode a week. But if I do that, man, it's a lot more fucking work. I'm, I got I got to put it on the Patreon. So if you guys are down for that, I mean, DM me, email me. That's a shame. Um, podcast at gmail.com. Tell me if you're willing to pay. Dude, I'll do like, I'll do five bucks, you know, a month, which is nothing. I'll, I'll include other things with it. How about this? I'll make you, if you fucking subscribe to the Patreon, I'll make you a producer of the show. You pay five bucks. I'll, I'll roll credits. Um, You'll, your name will be listed in, in the bio. And also, I forgot to tell you guys, I'm putting the full episodes out on YouTube. So go to my YouTube page. If you want to watch it there, subscribe there. And I'll roll credits there. And, and your name will be under there as a producer and whatnot. I'll also do, you know, I'll come up with some other things. We'll do really cool things in the Patreon. 
Um, I, I promise it'll be, I'll, it'll easily be worth five bucks a month, but yeah, full episodes. If you want to watch me do this shit on YouTube, Nick, Alex comedy. Um, yeah, man, keep on doing it. Rate and review. Keep telling your friends, spread the word, man. Let's, let's do this dude. And when the fucking world opens back up, I'm going to, I want to fucking tour. I want to do stand up a fuck ton. And, uh, and man, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fucking really get something going here. So I appreciate the support guys. I love you. Keep tuning in. Um, enjoy, enjoy your week. Adios.